This is Phil Gursky, President and CEO of Borealis Threat and Risk Consulting in Ottawa, Canada, and you're listening to Quick Hits, a short podcast about all things terrorism. There was once a shepherd boy who was bored as he sat on the hillside watching the village sheep. To amuse himself, he took a great breath and sang out, Wolf! Wolf! The wolf is chasing the sheep! The villagers came running up the hill to help the boy drive the wolf away, but when they arrived at the top of the hill, they found no wolf. The boy laughed at the sight of their angry faces. Don't cry wolf, shepherd boy, said the villagers, when there's no wolf. And they went grumbling back down the hill. I'm sure you've heard this story before, and you find out that the boy cries wolf a couple of times, and eventually the villagers say, well, he's just pulling our leg, and they stop reacting to that, and eventually a real wolf comes, and the boy cries wolf, and the villagers say, screw you, we're not going to fall for that one again, and it's a real wolf, and uh, I'm, again, it's, a, it's an old fable that dates back to Greek times, and the moral of the story is uh, don't lie to people, because then they won't trust you. No, you're not listening to the wrong podcast. This is Quick Hits, this is Borealis, and this is a podcast on terrorism. But uh, why did I start with an old Aesop's fable on the boy who cried wolf? Well, we now have the jihadi who cried wolf, or rather the jihadi who cried ISIS. Canadian officials, the RCMP, have charged a man named Shehrose Chaudhry, who had the nom de plume, or I guess nom de guerre, Abu Hazefa, and they have charged him with faking being an ISIS guy. He made up a story that he had joined ISIS. And he's been charged with, quote, a terrorism hoax. Has he been charged with terrorism? Because he wasn't a terrorist. He's been charged with pretending to be a terrorist. If you want more details on the story, I highly recommend a great uh, piece on this in Global News by Stuart Bell. Stuart is by far the best Canadian reporter out there on terrorism. He's been doing this for a very long time. So go to Global News, put in Stuart Bell, and you'll find the story on Abu Huzaifa. What does all this mean? Interestingly, uh, Abu Huzaifa has been around for, for quite some time. I remember being in New York City back in early 2018 when one of their top terrorism reporters, Rukmini Kalamaki, I met with her in the New York Times office. We had an hour and a half chat about Canadian foreign fighters, and she wrote a 10-part series on Westerners who joined Islamic State. Abu Huzaifa made up all kinds of stories that he was uh, with with ISIS in Syria. And then, in fact, he was one of the, I guess, police forces, they call them. One of the people that instilled, I don't know, purity to the cause. He claimed he killed people. And eventually, he came back to Canada. And this raised a real stink in Parliament because... During question period, the, the Conservatives asked the Liberals, OK, this guy's come back from ISIS and you're not charging him with being a terrorist? What if he comes back here and does something? And he went through some kind of de-radicalization program or whatever. You know how I feel on those types of things. So where does this whole thing leave us right now? We have a guy who, who can't be charged with terrorism because he wasn't a terrorist. He made it all up. Should he be charged at all? And the answer is unequivocally Yes. He should be hard charged with, with, as the RCMP has stated, a, a hoax, a, li a lie. In the same way that people that you know dial 911 or yell fire in a theater can be charged with mischief. So what is, you know, the fact that Abu Huzaifa pretended to be an ISIS guy, what were the implications for Canadian authorities? Well, we had to investigate him. Now, I have no idea if, if my fellow uh, colleagues at CSIS, 
the Canadian Security Intelligence Service were in on this, but certainly the RCMP investigated him. Why? To see if they could lay charges. Here's a guy that claimed to be ISIS. He's back in Canada. The RCMP is going to want to gather any evidence possible about what he did in Syria, what he did for Islamic State, whether in fact he did kill anybody. And investigations cost money and resources. In most cases, thousands of dollars, tens of thousands of dollars, hundreds of thousands of dollars. And in the biggest investigation, millions of dollars. So this wanker, this guy from Ontario, who lied about being part of ISIS, spent probably tens if not hundreds of thousands of your dollars as a taxpayer and my dollars as a Canadian taxpayer to find out what he did in order to prepare charges. At the end of the day, it was all bullshit. He didn't do what he said he did. So what should happen to Mr. Abu Huzaifa? Hmm, well, let's hope that Canadian courts get it this time and don't dismiss the charges, but actually find him guilty of something, which is a rarity in our country. And let's hope they throw the book at him. Or at a minimum, make him pay back every goddamn dollar that the RCMP spent investigating what threat he posed to Canada. I'm hoping optimistically, cautiously optimistically, you've heard me weigh in on earlier podcasts on how unreliable our court systems are when it comes to terrorism. So there's no guarantee. And this is not a slam dunk. We don't use that term in Canada. Well, after George Tenet, you know, talked about weapons of mass destruction in Iraq as a slam dunk, we don't use that term. That's a, that's a verboten term. That's a taboo term. But I sincerely hope that this case, you know, flies through the courts and that this complete and utter asshole gets what he deserves. He should serve jail time. In fact, I hope he serves jail time because being a former ISIS guy, he's going to be real popular in a Canadian jail. Not. Another thing that, that's kind of been raised by some people, you know, uh, who express doubt that any of this is true. And they said, well, how could he have faked being an ISIS guy? Well, duh, I could fake being an ISIS guy. You could fake being an ISIS guy. This is a terrorist group that was online with propaganda up to yin-yang. They put out magazines, they put out videos, they put out audio, they put out all kinds of stuff. It wouldn't be hard to consume enough material to convince just about anybody that you were an actual ISIS terrorist. Furthermore, because ISIS really mastered the online environment, it wouldn't be rocket scientists to actually reach a real terrorist and engage in a conversation with them. In fact, there's Canadian academics like Amar Amar Sengham from Queen's University. He talks to ISIS guys all the time. So if a guy from Queens can do it, you could do it too. It's not all that surprising that somebody could develop enough knowledge to sound credible, to sound as if he really did that, to convince others that he's the real McCoy. This guy wasn't the real McCoy. Bottom line is, we have a Canadian who lied about belonging to a terrorist group. Not just any terrorist group. Islamic State. ISIS. This is a terrorist group that took delight... In throwing people off buildings, drowning people in cages or burning them alive, beheading people, and hanging people off meat hooks. And this guy went to the nth degree to try to you know, hoodwink all of us that he was part of this group. First and foremost, who in the hell pretends or brags or is boastful about belonging to a group of this nature? Is this person normal? Is this person dealing with a full deck? Maybe there are a few pencils short of a box. I don't know. But for someone to make up belonging to such a heinous bunch of murderers is nothing short of disgusting. 
this guy deserves every punishment possible. I, I hope I I don't know if I'm coming across as too much of a hard ass here, but this guy is an utter asshole, and he cannot get away with this. He cannot get away with the taxpayers' money that he wasted, the people he fooled, and the fact that he was so happy, and it was such a matter of pride for him to belong to one of the most vehement violators of human rights we've seen over the past 10 years or so. So, fingers crossed, he goes to court, the judge says, guess what, wanker? Charges are going to apply, and you're going to spend some time at Her Majesty's Pleasure in a Canadian institution. Guess we'll have to wait and see. That's my view. Love to hear what you think. You can reach me on email, borealisrisk at gmail.com, or on Twitter at borealisaves. You can also find me on LinkedIn and on Facebook. If you want, you can subscribe to all the content that I put out. Simply go to my website, borealisthreatenedrisk.com, hit the subscribe button. You'll find all the podcasts, the quick hits, the longer, an intelligent look at terrorism podcast, the blogs, media interviews, the whole shebang. You'll get a free email daily to your inbox every morning with all the content. I'd love to hear what you think. Drop me a line. In any event, I'm sure I'll talk to you soon. Until then, stay safe. Thank you.